0: Learn more at marines.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? Hello, and welcome to episode 76 of Gossip Column. Yes, the show which discusses who is going where in association with Loser Paul. As you should know, the drill by now 10 minutes of your time is all I need. In return, you get a big plate of juicy transfer gossip as we approach the last week of the Gossip Column series. Next week, well, actually, you no, know, next month, shall I say, we enter the full fat version of the podcast. We return to the questions and answers, no more transfer talk, it's all about what happens on the pitch. So we'll get there next week, but before we do, we've got some more gossip to chew on. And where should we start today's transfer bundle? Let's start it in the blue half of Merseyside. And that's because Everton of Tal Crystal Palace, they are prepared to bid 60 million and include Cenk Tossen. Is that tossing money down the Cenk um in a bid to sign Will Sahar? Now, this is not good news for Arsenal, in the sense that obviously this could be more of a concrete deal. Um Palace have their own forward issues in terms of an actual central striker that can actually get in regular goals, but at the same time, if you take away the supply line, then the sort of striker then becomes even further isolated. So at the same time, 60 million would give them a better chance of getting a replacement, and then they could have a replacement and Tossen shaping up their attacking three or attacking four, however they want to do it. Um, at the same time, would this interest from Everton? give Arsenal a bit of a kick, a bit of an impetus to think, right, actually, we really do need to find this money now. There's almost talk that they could go Chelsea as a route for Zaha to be sold to. Um, that is really wishful thinking. You know, you've got Chelsea with a transfer ban at the moment. How that pans out, whether Chelsea are hoping that the transfer ban gets pushed back, but then again the window shuts in two weeks from the Premier League point of view. So is this a case of Zaha biding his time and thinking... If it's not Everton and Arsenal can't afford me in terms of a transfer fee, then I'll wait a season. But, you know, a lot can happen in a season. So, again, there's also Everton. Is that really a big enough move? No disrespect to Everton. But if you're sort of at Crystal Palace and you're thinking, how far can I get up the table? It's not too big a leap of faith, really, is it? I mean, it'd be a good signing for Everton. But if you're sort of thinking, right, I want to leave and progress in my career, is that really further progression? That's an argument for another day. But as things stand, he's still going to be a Crystal Palace player. And with the weight and the length of that contract surrounding Wilf Sahar, Palace really are in the driving seat in terms of bargaining. And I think, to be honest, he'll probably still be a Palace player. Someone who could be still a Leicester player, but things can always change. And they could change today because Eric Bailly of Manchester United suffered a knee injury after a robust tackle in their win over Tottenham in pre-season action yesterday which has meant that Manchester United now have to really decide whether they want to pay £80 million for Harry Maguire. It looks as if Leicester are sort of cashing in on the uh, misfortune of buy. You know, it's a case of, right, you need a central defender, we've got one, but he's going to come at a price. That price is £80 million, stick or twist. Manchester United, we'll leave it with you. Liverpool now, and Gareth Bale. I mean, this has been quite a tenuous link, but this one has been... Completely nullified, straight out of the water. Jurgen Klopp has dismissed any move from the Welsh international swapping the Bernabeu for Anfield. He is insisting that is Klopp that he's focusing on building a team rather than inquiring individuals. You know, you only have to look at Alexis Sanchez at Manchester United to see how it can go wrong. Marquee signings are you know the wrong age of thirty or on the sort of downward spiral of their careers. So yes, a bit of a, a no brainer in that sense. Another thirty year old who looks like he's staying put is Toby Alderweireld. Well, this comes with a caveat in that his release clause of 25 million has now been torpedoed. That is now ended. However, Daniel Levy has jacked the prices up because the Premier League transfer window shuts in two weeks' time, so he could go to a Premier League club, although I don't think he can go to Chelsea and Arsenal. So let's go wider than that. The European transfer window shut primarily September 2nd with a little bit of variance, but let's say Spain or Italy. You could still be playing for Tottenham for three weeks and then move. So, you know, it's not quite popping out the the champagne in celebration yet. But if it is going to be a move for the Belgian international, it's going to cost about 40 million. So, again, you know, if no one's buying for 25, are they going to buy for even more? Unlikely. So, as things stand, Adderfield will be playing in Tottenham colours. Where he still is 12 months from now, only time will tell. Manchester United again, and they are planning for Paul Pogba's, Pogba's departure by aiming to sign Milinkovic-Savic from Lazio. However, there is a twist in that Pogba could stay for another season at Old Trafford, which would then scupper a move for the Lazio midfielder. Um, I mean, he could stay for another season. It seems that Real Madrid and Juventus have somewhat called their jets. Again, though, with that transfer window there shutting in September, there could be the scenario like Alderweire where Pogba plays for three weeks and then departs from Old Trafford. But, you know, things have cooled off a little bit. Who knows? I mean, really, had, had there been serious concrete interest, you probably would have thought a move would be done by now, especially if Manchester United want to get a replacement in. You know, they're saying, all right, Pogba, you can go, but you, we need it done, you know, about now, early August at the very latest, you know, say, August 2nd, with a week to then sign a replacement. It's going to be interesting. It's going to go down to the wire on that one. Aston Villa, they have spent in excess of £120 million, should the move for Marvellous Nakamba be completed. What a name. That is a sensational footballer's name. Now, Aston Villa, they're on the verge of making their 11th signing of the trance window, which is marvellous, and even more marvellous, because they're signing Marvellous Nakamba. Wow. That'll take their spending up to £120 which is sensational, really. But are they going to have a Wolves season or a Fulham season? Spending money is no guarantee of staying up, as Fulham will attest to last season. Villa, obviously... Um, won the playoffs so arguably they've got the weakest squads at that point of the three teams that went up so they've got the more work to do so that's why they've been so busy but you know when you're sort of getting so many new players in it's about bedding them and ripping up an old team and you know disjointing and all that and like I say Fulham were the worst example of how not to do it um, last season so Villa have to be excited but cautious at the same time now, Neymar, he was in the sun last week with a headline saying that he was off to Juventus. That's because his dad, who acts as his agent, was reportedly shopping him around Europe's major clubs. However, um, Ronaldo has said that that's not happening because Neymar has his heart set on going back to Barcelona. Barcelona, do they really have the money to sign him? Not if you believe the reports that they're, what, £800 million in debt. I guess the problem here is that players like Neymar on bail, it's all very well earning a sort of hyper-wage but once the love affair ends, who's going to take you on? You know, Who's going to carry that financial burden? And it's almost as if you're not unbuyable, but you're sort of left in this sort of situation where no one else can afford you. The transfer market gets so skewed that you can get to a certain sort of pinnacle or the pinnacle, and then from there it is only down. You either take a pay cut, you either rot. It's a difficult decision, really, and this is where Neymar is at the moment because if Barcelona can't find the funds... He's not going to rot at PSG, but it is really a criminal waste of his talents. You know Whether you like him or not, he's too good to be playing for PSG. And I think you know, he has come to that realisation now. And it's the case of a come and get me plea, please Barcelona. In terms of Barcelona, they're set to sell Malcolm to Borussia Dortmund. That's going to ease their debt, I guess, by £40 million. That's still a very small sort of chink in the armour, though. Uh, they'd have to sell a lot more Malcoms. To, uh, to afford Neymar. But, you know, Barcelona, like we did have a habit of finding money when they need it. So don't rule it out. But as things stand, you know, it's not um, a financially viable move for the Catalan Giants. Manchester United, they've been told they're going to need to spend more than £30 million to snare Sean Longstar from Newcastle. I mean, that's one that's sort of dragged its heels for quite a while now, hasn't it? Um, we've seen prices of £50 million. Maybe it's a bit more sensible, but is is too much. I guess Manchester United will be the judges of that. Um, Carlo Ancelotti is optimistic of signing Hamas Rodriguez from Real Madrid, while the agents of Nicolas Pepe have been in Naples to discuss a move there. Um, so if it's not Rodriguez, it could be Pepe. It might even be both. Are Napoli going big and trying to stop the uh, the terror reign of Juventus in Italian football? Does Mauricio Sorry have, not the impossible job, but almost you a know, poison chalice where you don't want to be taken on the reins of this great dominance and then being the club, sorry, being the manager that sort of sees the dominance end. So he has to be careful and it could be that although Juventus are incredibly strong, they could be at their weakest moment also. So this is where their rivals are trying to do their very best to sort of catch them while they still can. Moussa Dembele, not the Belgian one, the French one, he's on the sh- shortlist to replace Romelu Lukaku if he goes into Milan. While Andre Dizel, son of Jason Dizel, who played for Ipswich and Tottenham, um, was reportedly going to Norwich but a £5 million transfer fee has been put on his head so nothing looks like it's going to happen on that front while Aberdeen forward Stevie Mays hopes of returning to the hometown club St Johnston looks to have ended the 26 year old Scott passed a medical earlier in the week but talks are stalled between the clubs to complete the deal and that completes today so with that said it just leaves me to say that my name's Dan Tracy this is The Real Football Cast in association with Paul. and until next time goodbye